0: The University of Essex Podcast, your non-stop shop to learn about our research, hear genuine student experiences, and to get all your questions answered.
1: Welcome to Understanding University, the ultimate uni podcast. My name is Karina and I'm a collaborative outreach assistant at the University of Essex and I work closely with our Aspire and Aspire Higher programmes. And
2: my name is Katie and I work for the
1: outreach team alongside Karina at the university. If you have
2: any questions about any topics we discuss, please use the hashtag UnderstandingUni on Twitter or you can email outreach at essex.ac.uk.
1: Many students feel that the only option when going to university is to move out of their family home, even when attending a local university. There are benefits to moving into university accommodation, such as living with friends or being close to your lectures, but it isn't for everyone. Today we'll be discussing the differences between moving away and living at home while studying to help our listeners better understand their options. It's important to note that this topic also relates to non-university students too, as at some point in your life, even if you don't live at university, you may aspire to move out and live independently with a partner or friends. This might be to pursue an apprenticeship, full-time job, or attend an art school even. In this episode, we are joined by Jordan and Ashley, who were both students at the University of Essex, but experienced different living arrangements. We're going to ask them what it's like to commute or to live on campus. So firstly, Jordan, please, could you introduce yourself?
0: Uh, Hi, uh, my name is Jordan. Uh, I'm currently a PhD student at the University of Essex. That means I'm studying to become uh, a doctor, not a medical doctor, um, but a doctor of literature. Um, But I originally studied um, my undergraduate degree in literature and I commuted as a student for my entirety um, of my student journey from undergrad to master's, which is the next stage, and now into my
1: PhD as well. That's great. Thank you so much for that. And Ashley, would you like to introduce yourself?
3: Hello, I'm Ashley. Um, I studied creative writing when I was at university, um, and I lived on campus in my first year. In my second and third year, I chose to live off campus, but um, locally, a sort of 10-minute walk away with some of my friends. Um, And I currently work for the outreach team, organising events and activities um, for students to help them figure out what they want to do in future.
2: Thank you both, and welcome as well. I think it's right to say that commuting is a less common option for students to think about when they go to university and so many of our listeners might not actually know what it really is or what it involves and Jordan seeing as you've had a lot of experience in it would you mind just sharing maybe a typical day for a commuting student please?
0: Yeah um, I remember when I was applying for university I had this idea in my head that I had to move far far away like that's what you're supposed to do as a student you need to move to the ends of the earth and and, and, and I remember all my friends were going to these really exotic places like Manchester and and Chester and Exeter and things like that and it was really, I I kind of felt like I had to go along that route and, and, and move far away and I applied to Essex and I wasn't that keen on Essex to begin with. Um, it was down the road. It was only 30 minutes away from where I live. And I thought to myself, I, I don't want to be that close to home. My mum's going to turn up on campus. And that's going to be really, really embarrassing. And I don't want that to happen. And I remember going on an open day to the university. Um, and I fell in love with the place. I liked the, the atmosphere, the community, the people. Um, and I remember being on the train home and I clicked yes on my UCAS form to say that. Essex is where I want to go, and it didn't matter. My mum didn't turn up on campus, and actually, it was quite nice, that little journey um, into uni. So a lot of my lectures, which are the sort of big classes that you have in the smaller seminar groups, a lot of my timetable was quite early, so I had quite a lot of early morning starts. So I normally would have left the house by about 8 o'clock in the morning. I would get on the train, journey down to Colchester from the station down um, to the uni by bus, so it's all really well connected, and I try and spend as much the time at uni as possible. So I didn't think that because I was living away from the university that I didn't wouldn't get um, to spend time at the uni. I made sure I spent as much time there as possible, um, really integrated with people, with the lectures. We went to the cafes afterwards, the, the chats and conversations. And that was really just a part of, of making university feel like home. So they didn't feel like there was this distance. Um, between the university and, and and home I could kind of make it feel like home even though I wasn't living there
2: thank you that was really interesting to find out and um, just important to note that Jordan commuted via train and there are other modes of transport whatever is suitable for you and whichever university you decide to to go to as well so in comparison to this I just want to ask Ashley if you could just summarize your experience as well that would be fantastic please
3: Sure, so I guess the only real differences to Jordan's experience um, are the travel time, Um, obviously living on campus you only have to leave, um, well for some people a few minutes before your lectures start. and also the option to sort of pop home throughout the day. So um, as Jordan mentioned, I'd sort of finish my lectures and go off to the cafes, the library, sports and um, do sports clubs and stuff. Um, but for me, I would be walking to and from my accommodation, sometimes four times a day, five times, um, especially if I was meeting friends in the evening or um, heading heading out into town and then back to my room. Um, it really depended on on what my plans were for the day, but I had the option to sort of pop in and out, which was quite nice. So, um, coming back to Jordan then,
2: um who do you think uh, a commuting lifestyle would be suitable for for our listeners that are um not sure or um and maybe think it might be best for them? What do you think they should be um perhaps thinking about?
0: I, I was really surprised when i I was commuting because I I, I I kind of got it into my head that I'd be the only one that everyone be living in accommodation, and it would just be me, the only person who has to travel home. On the train or the bus or, or or what have you, and I was surprised by the amount of people at at University of Essex in particular who who were commuters from within Colchester itself, the surrounding areas from Ipswich, from Clacton and Chelmsford, and, and even as far afield as as, as South End on Sea and and London. People really did travel in from all over, and I kind of think that if you're willing to travel that distance for something that you're really, really passionate and that you really, really enjoy, it's it, it, its so worth doing. Um, and I think it fits people who might already have a job that they want to keep at home, um, whether that's in a particular field or particular area, and people don't always want to give that up, or you can't always transfer. Um, locally it's it, it's it's still doable that you 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 can stay at home it might be that you already have a house potentially in some cases people already have lives and and families and things that they want to sort of stick close to might have caring commitments or um or sort of people that they want to be close to there so it's not a, a problem to stay at home and 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 commute in because i was just staggered by the amount of people who were doing the same as me and i think we didn't necessarily form a community of just commuters who, who made ourselves separate from everybody else. But it was quite nice to know that when I was leaving university and waiting at the bus stop or, or going on the train, there'd be other people who were doing the same thing as well. So we were all kind of in the same boat. And that was really, really lovely.
2: That's so nice that there was um, a little community there. And, and um, yeah, that, that's really lovely. So how long was your your train journey, by the way?
0: On average it was normally about 15 to 20 minutes or so so it wasn't it wasn't too bad just a few stops on the train um, and then just a short bus journey of about another 10-15 minutes from the station.
2: Okay so in total probably about 30 to 40 minutes was was one of your journeys and do you think um, anything longer than that may have been a bit too much for a commuting student?
0: Not necessarily. I think there were people who travelled a lot further than that, where it could have been up to about an hour or more. And I always used to find that the train journeys or the bus journeys were a really good time to do some extra reading. Um, so I used the time um, to to actually read some of the texts, obviously doing literature, lots of reading to do. Um, it was a real good opportunity to actually work on the journey there so it wasn't a wasted journey it wasn't just me sat there passively just watching the world go by i could sit there and read a book for my next class or start making notes laptop on my lap typing out a part of an essay and things so it, you could use it quite productively so it didn't really matter um how long it was it was it was a nice it was a nice time i used to get to myself and it was quite peaceful music in uh, and and uh, coffee in hand to to do a little bit of work
2: Oh, perfect. And, and that was actually something I was going to ask you was, did, did you make the most of that, that time you had? Um, so that's great. Yeah, definitely utilise that free time to um, catch up on your readings and things. Perfect. Thank you, Jordan.
1: And I just have a question for Ashley then. So you obviously decided to move to university. Um, how far was that from your original home?
3: So the University of Essex is actually only one hour's drive from my family home, and um, so I did consider um, sort of travelling by car each day. It's a little bit too far on the train for me, um, and I did I did consider driving each day. Um, but when I was looking for which which university to go to it was actually really important to me that I, I did move away. I, that was one of my main things that I wanted to move out. Um, but sort of the universities that I went to visit a bit further away um, than one hour, I, that was out of my comfort zone. I felt like I need to be, I need to have that happy medium of being close enough to pop home if I need to, um, close enough to bring my laundry home if I need to. <laughs> um, and um far enough away that as Jordan said earlier my mum wouldn't appear on campus um, to come and see me all the time so um, yeah the University of Essex was the perfect distance really to to have that happy
1: medium. That's great thank you so much for that Um, and just to follow on how did it make you feel making that change and leaving home?
3: I felt utterly terrified, if I'm honest. (laughs) Um, Yeah, on my first day, I remember thinking, oh no, I've made a terrible mistake. I didn't want my mum to leave me there. I was very homesick within like a couple of hours of her leaving. I just thought what have I done? This is terrible. Um, And I'm not exaggerating. A few hours after that, I was saying this is the best decision I've ever made because um, I sort of, I bumped into my, well, now best friend. Um, We were living in the same flat. She was brand new too. And she was as terrified as I was. And we really hit it off um, discussing how scary it was on moving day. Um, And it I just suddenly felt like, oh, wow, everyone feels the same way as me. Everyone's a little bit nervous, a little bit excited. Um, And so, yeah, it was a real rollercoaster of emotions um, on that first day. But meeting her within a couple of hours, I was well away. Um, And I I remember my mum saying, I can't keep up because I texted her and said, Please can you turn around and come and get me? Um, and then a few minutes later, I said, Oh, don't worry. I've met somebody now and, um, we're going out this evening. We're going to go and grab some dinner in a minute. So, um, yeah, my mum couldn't keep up with me, but it, it, it was, um, a big move. It's at such a young age as well. If you decide to go and move away when you're sort of 18 years old, it does feel like a big, big change and a big jump. Um, but you are sort of well away there's so many support options as soon as you get there and it's all such an adventure it's not um, scary in the slightest once you've got that first bit over and done with
1: I can definitely agree with that Ashley with my own experience as well just moving in day sort of being super exciting and then when your family leaves you're like hold on a minute I'm alone here now. Um, But yeah, definitely super exciting. I had the opportunity to move in with um, 15 other uh, people. So, obviously, immediately made new friends and it sort of felt very quick to adjust. Um, Another question for you, Ashley. So, for our listeners, what advice would you give to students sort of thinking about moving away from home?
3: Mm, That's a good one. Um, So, I think my first piece of advice is that um, no matter how far away you move from home, home is always there to go back to. So I have friends who travelled sort of from from Essex to Scotland for university. And in her second year, she wanted to come home for lots of uh, events and um meeting up with friends and stuff and so she used to just fly back um she'd get really cheap flights and she'd fly back to meet us all for a weekend um and i, I remember thinking wow she's chosen to go to scotland that's so far away um, but in reality she could come home whenever she wanted to um and she had all of us going up to scotland to visit her as well um, so i think by my second year i i really thought how um you you could you could go anywhere in in the country you could look to go to a university abroad um but but home will always be there you can just pop back and also i think another piece of advice would be that that it's it's an adventure it is just um you have to sort of throw yourself into it and it's um Every minute of it is just fun, and when you're surrounded by new people and new societies and clubs, and there's always something going on, um, just sort of take in the adventure, go go with the flow. Oh, Ashley, that was some really lovely advice. Thank you for that.
2: I think that some students assume that if you don't move away from home, you won't improve your independence skills. Because, as you were saying, Ashley, you 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 move out and then that's it and all of a sudden you're making friends and going out for dinner or cooking your own dinner and and you in in some sense you might not necessarily get that experience from commuting so I was just wondering what what you thought about that Jordan do you think that you still gain independence even though you're potentially moving back um, not moving but traveling back home every day
0: I I think you can I I, I, there's a lot of people often get in their minds this idea that you have to go and get the full university experience and the full university experience involves moving to the university and i think that 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 isn't the only way to experience university university really is what you make of it and it's the opportunities that you say yes to and 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 get involved with and and there's lots of clubs and societies on campus and you can be parts of those whether it's um, being part of the sports team, or or being part of um, the politics society, or or the theatre art society, or or, or 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 any of those, then you can be involved. Whether you are living on campus or off campus, and you can really enjoy what what's available that way. And I, I think in some ways, commuting is is part of life anyway. Particularly in when you go into the world of work, you might well be commuting um, into the next town, into the next city, into London, into places. So it is a skill in itself. If perhaps you don't travel that much, or, um, you, you are somebody who, who thrives on, 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 on going on public transport or driving or anything like that. So you don't miss anything. And perhaps if you wanted to, you know, be a bit more independent at home you could ask to to take on a bit more of the reins that perhaps you didn't get to do before if you didn't cook lots at home you could start asking maybe that's something you might be interested in doing or if you've never done your washing before which maybe some students haven't done in the past I know um, I remember a lot of my friends talking about confusion in, in the laundrettes at, on the campus and not really being sure how the washing machines worked. Um, so if you were looking to try and get some of those life skills in that area, you can certainly ask your parents at home and I'm sure they were happy to teach you.
2: I think um, a lot of Parents and, and guardians listening are going to love you, Jordan, because you've just signed up a load of students to do the, the washing and the cooking at home, which is which is great. We we, we always um, recommend that students have a little practice before they go to university. But even better. Yeah, definitely. If you're if you're going to be commuting and you want to gain those skills, um that's that's yeah it's gonna be precious for your future and um and I think also just going to university you're in you're in charge of your education you're just getting on that train getting on that bus if you've not had to do that for college or sixth form that's a skill that you're learning and something that will be so good for your future career um so yeah thank you so much
1: So, when considering whether to move away or stay at home, something you'll want to review is cost. Uh, These will vary depending on location, travel and transport. So, whether you decide to go to university, you'll want to consider the cost to travel between the university and your current home, especially if you're someone who knows they'll be travelling home frequently. So Ashley, how often did you travel home um, and what mode of transport did you use? Yeah, I um,
3: it actually varied throughout my 3 years, I think. Um in my first year, I was really committed to um staying at university as much as possible, um because I was really aware that it was easy to just travel home. Um but I have um really bad FOMO, fear of missing out, and um I remember sort of popping home in um, the holidays in my first year and lots of my friends had decided to stay at university even in the holidays and I really felt like I was missing out. So, in my first year, I pretty much stayed um, in my campus accommodation for the whole year and just sort of popped home for the holidays Um, In my second year, I went home a lot more. I used to pop home about once a month um, and see my family. And then in third year, I sort of went back to first year mode and I was so desperate to live every moment and like appreciate it all because I knew it was um, it was going so quickly and I I could see the end nearing. So um, I think in my third year. I didn't really travel home very much Um, and also in my third year I had um, a part-time job so that meant that I needed to be uh, in Colchester near to the University of Essex a lot of the time Um, but when I did travel home I took the train and I made sure I had my rail card to get nice cheap travel Um, and there were lots of sort of student discounts available at the time so I would always look up um, those before before travelling, um, but yeah, I it really varied um, depending on the jobs I had and
1: um, the year I was in. Thank you for that, Ashley. Um, and as you were travelling every day, your costs may have been different, Jordan. How did they compare to Ashley's, and what are the costs you commuter students need to consider?
0: I I think that the main thing that you'll want to consider is perhaps. Um, how often your timetable requires you to be in so you will get a timetable that will say when your classes are and it might well be that you're in five days a week it might well be in that you're only in two days a week so that really gives you an indication potentially as to how regular you may well be traveling obviously you'll be wanting to come in for the lectures and and the seminars and any additional clubs and, and societies that you're part of But then it's about how often perhaps do you want to come in to just work in the library on campus or work in some of the other um, cafes or the other areas of resources that are available to you. Um, So you could well buy a season ticket for the week or the month or the year if that's something that you might be interested in either on the bus or the train and that means that you get unlimited usage um, but that only really works if you know that you're going to be in quite a bit um because that's how you you know you're saving money by knowing that you're going to be in at least four or five times a week um otherwise i just paid normally on the days that i i came um on the trains you can get a thing called plus bus which means that you get your train ticket and then you can use that ticket to on any of the buses within colchester so that means then you know if i want to go to campus and then stop off in Colchester town itself and, and go to the cinema or do shopping or or look around I could use that and not pay any extra um to use the buses that way so that was the easiest way and as lots as, as Ashley was saying there are um discounts and things There are cheaper um bus fares in some cases or cheaper season tickets you can get you've got the 1625 rail card as well so it's always worth looking there are some good deals out there if you are a student to save money when you are traveling
2: yeah so um unlike uh, commuter students, students who live on campus, they obviously have to consider having to pay for their bills, um, for their accommodation, um, they're doing their food shopping, and depending on your circumstances as a commuter student, you may or may not necessarily be um, contributing to those costs as well. Um, But I was just wondering, Jordan, if you'd mind... Giving a little rundown of, because um, we're talking about costs at the moment, in terms of the maintenance known then, um, how is this different for students who decide to, to stay at home?
0: So if my memory serves me correctly, I think we, by living at home, you received a bit less compared to if you were living away from home um, in the sense that perhaps it, it's kind of believed that your expenses might not be as high. Some people do live at home and they're, and they're living at home rent free with their parents. Some people might want to contribute um, towards that cost, but you have got a, a kind of safety net if you are living with parents sometimes that your costs could potentially be um, slightly lower and you might save a bit of money by not living on campus in some cases, um, depending on the circumstances or how you want to to um, the travel. So really I, I did contribute to home costs. That's why I use my, maintenance loan for, so I paid it a kind of rent um, to my parents to kind of make sure that I felt like I was contributing some way. And then mainly it was then using that maintenance loan towards uh, travel and books and other expenses that way. So I, I was lucky I didn't have too much expenditure, but I made sure it was going to the right areas first before um, I looked to make sure I could treat myself or, or buy the other extra additional things that were maybe not as essential.
2: Yeah, perfect. Thank you for that, Jordan. Um, And the other part about maintenance loans to consider if you're deciding between moving away or living at home is that Jordan is right, you do receive a smaller maintenance loan if you decide to live at home. But it also changes if you decide to live, um, sorry, if you decide to go to a university that's in or outside of London. So regardless of what living arrangement you decide, um, that maintenance loan will be different for everyone. And then from there, you can make decisions about how you're gonna budget that money effectively. And by using Jordan's tips there um, will be really beneficial if you are thinking about commuting. Um, Thank you very much for that. Um, How did you fit your um, commuting lifestyle around additional things that you did at university? Jordan?
0: Um, I, I'm i trying to remember what clubs societies I was part of now. I, I can't for the life of me remember off the top of my head but I know very early on I was um, a student ambassador at the university so that's um, a paid role um, within the university that you help out at events, things like open days um, and um, applicant days and, and loads of events that the university runs and you get a real sense of what the university is involved with. You work with different teams across the university. uh, And it's great work experience to sort of get an idea of what events are going on, how the university interacts with different people, um, and so luckily that was all on campus work so it often meant that I was studying in the daytime and then had some events in the evening or certain days I'd come in especially just to do um, a whole day open day or an applicant day as well so it was quite easy to to kind of um, fit things around my kind of university lifestyle and actually university became my second home I think I spent so much time there I used to come in when I didn't have to just to socialise with friends and, and work in the cafes and 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 discuss our work and, and what we were doing or work in the library. So I was there probably more often than most people. So it was quite easy for me to fit campus work um around my own studies that way.
1: That's great. And um could I just ask as well to that. Um, did you have time to take part in any sort of additional clubs or sports teams? Um i think the only
0: the only club that comes to mind that i was part of i think i was part of the theater art society in first year so they do um sort of a combination of drama and performances they put on shows um in the in the on-campus um theater that we have as well um and they did weekly workshops and, and and sort of sessions um so that's why I, I definitely remember doing that but i can't for the life of me remember anything else but there, there are loads of club societies and there's normally um during the first week of of being at university there's um a big kind of welcome fair where all the clubs and societies get together they tell you more about what they do you wander around find out more about them um, sign up to the ones that you're interested in they often have sort of taster sessions that you can get involved with you can try something new something you've never done before or something that you know that you're really really passionate about um, and it's a great way of just enhancing that university experience meeting people who are not on your course but share similar interests and tastes to you as well so that was always quite fun to do
1: That's great. Thank you for that, Jordan. And um, how was your sort of work slash social balance at university, Ashley? Did you find it easier having your lectures and activities closer to your accommodation?
3: Yeah, um, I think it's different for everybody. But my personal experience was that um, university was like a big student bubble where life was just go, go, go. I was always... um, out whether it was studying in the library at a cafe in the cinema at the art gallery um, going out with friends like it was just it was always go 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 so I think um, I personally had to always check in with myself and my energy levels and make sure do I actually want to do this this evening or this afternoon or do I feel like pressure to say yes because you're always in that bubble um you really have to sort of stop and listen to yourself and check in and make sure you're not too knackered but surrounded by friends who are saying come on let's do this come on let's do that Um, and yeah it is it's amazing I absolutely loved that Um, but I think living on campus you're definitely um you have to make an active effort to sort of pop out of that student bubble for a little while and do something non-uni related um, it, it does take a little bit more effort to do that um, when you're on campus but as I said I absolutely loved it that was my my sort of personal experience um, and I was quite good at having a balance between um, work and social life if I felt like I'd been focusing too much on my sports clubs and societies and not doing enough work. I'd tell myself, right, get back in the library, focus on that for a while. Um, whereas I do know lots of other people who sort of having the independence that you that you do have at university, it took a little while for them to to get that balance right. Um, so yeah, that is it's a work in progress. When you first start, you have to sort of test the water and see how things go and Um, yeah, as Jordan mentioned, the, the sort of fair where you sign up for everything. It's easy to go crazy and sign up for everything when you're, when you're super excited at the beginning of the year. Um, but then as you sort of move along, you realize what you have time for and what you don't have time for. Um, and sort of you find that balance yourself. Absolutely. You're so right. I think it's um, for every
2: single student, it will be a different experience and everyone will, ha- will be at different levels and will um, learn um, in their own way. Um, when you were at university, Ashley, did you ever have any experience with the Residence Life team? So they are um, students um, who live on campus and they're there to support students who are living on campus as well.
3: Yes, um, on my first day actually, um, in my first year, just after I'd met my future best friend, um, we were greeted by our residence life coordinator who um, he brought us some nice lovely cupcakes from a local bakery and he said um, he took us to Tesco to show us the way um, and that was a really nice opportunity to sort of get to know him and he explained what his role was. Basically um, they're there if you ever have any problems um, in your accommodation with um, other students or the facilities, um, you have a direct contact through to them um for their support so that was a really nice touch on day one to meet them and and be shown the way to tesco that was great um so yeah that's that's as much as i know about residents' life and i didn't actually need to use um the services for the rest of the year which is a good sign um but yeah i don't know whether you want to sort of expand on what they do <laughs> no that's
2: that's that's great thank you ashley um yeah no lovely really lovely story and i love that you mentioned the cakes because i've actually said in a previous episode that cakes are always a great introduction when you're first meeting people um but yeah just don't forget about the dietary requirements um yeah thank you for that i also just wanted to mention that um there is additional support for those that commute as well so it doesn't matter what your living arrangements are, there are support for, for every kind of student. And I know at some universities they even have a commuters society so you can meet other students um, if you haven't already that will be travelling as well. And, and I think that's quite a nice um, feature to have. Thank you both so much for um, for joining us today. We hope that you're your lovely answers have provided an insight for our listeners into both um, living situations. So um, our listeners hopefully can make a decision if they are thinking about going to university about which option would be best for them. And if you're still uncertain, then that's absolutely fine. Sometimes people forget that um, you don't have to stick with your first option. Like Ashley mentioned earlier, she was um, wanting to stay at university all the time. And then in her second year, she was traveling home quite a lot. And and your, your living arrangements can change if 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 your university is close enough for you to do that so that's absolutely fine um, thank you both again thank you
1: if you want more information about the reality of student life at university, check out our other episodes or you can direct message current students at essex.ac.uk slash life slash chat to find out more about their accommodation choices. We also have a blog entry written by a commuter student that will be sending to all of our registered listeners. You can sign up to be a registered listener via our student resources webpage. If you have any questions about this episode, don't forget to send them in via Twitter in the hashtag #UnderstandingUni, or send an email to outreach at essex.ac.uk thank you for listening to today's episode don't forget to share with your family friends and colleagues
0: the university of essex podcast research experience and information